Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark gay. is gay, and gay. Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. gay. It's Homo Superior. This is one of our secret records where we cover issues that aren't in our traditional uh, wheelhouse. I'm Brent. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm only here for the next eight seconds, and then I am walking to read some comics across the room. And I'm Sextina. <laughs> uh, and this is going to be our... Uh, recap and review of season six of BoJack Horseman and uh, then the entirety of the show uh, as it exists, given that it's now complete. Um, so uh, Netflix has you know just released a couple weeks ago the final half of the final season of one of its quirky t- quirkiest TV shows, BoJack Horseman. In case you aren't caught up on the show so far, what are you doing listening to your stupid to listen to the stupid priorities. Stop, man! Why did I rate the sentence so bad? Why are you listening to this? Why did I write so many words for such a simple thought? Let me. You want me to help you? No. <laughs> you, if you read it, it's going to be just as bad. It's really Bojack. Bad. I was going to paraphrase it. Bojack Horseman is the story of a washed-up '90s family sitcom actor who also happens to be a horse. Think Bob Saget if he was also a horse. Yes. So. Uh, in this season, he's decided he wants to change and begins going through the process of rehab. It turns out rebuilding your life after making an unending string of mistakes and rehab are super fun and easy. And the point of the show is that kicking addiction is simple and possible through the power <laughs> of prayer and acting. Uh, obviously, the path to sobriety takes more steps as Bojack has to reckon with his past decisions, uh, misogynistic behavior and predatory behavior. Eventually, he relapses and after breaking into his former home is sent to jail, which is the least believable part of this show. <laughs> so with that in mind, let's do our why is this the best? Um, Actually, obviously, we don't there's not really going to be the worst unless you have something that I, I, think is the I, worst. I do have the worst but I, let's start with the worst so the worst is actually trying to explain to people why this is such a good show and it's not really anything bad about the show. It's just the first few episodes don't really give you an indication of where the show is going. If I can pull you back. Yeah. The, you mean of season six. One. Yeah, let's talk about why the season, season six. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was going right in the show. Yeah. No, there's no... Well, there, the only thing uh, I didn't love was breaking it up, and even that I didn't mind so much. I agree. Uh, I think I actually really dislike it because I feel like... Up. I feel like the story would have felt more enjoyable being able to go from beginning to end I think that the only value added was the ending was his sister, Holly Hawk, about to find out that his her brother is this massive creep. Mm-hmm, and that kind of looming suspense, it, it feels good for a TV show, but it's just, it's unnecessary. Because I think it would have been enjoyable even they, still. They did it to keep people's subscription for like one month longer. There was no reason this shouldn't have released as a full season. I would definitely double down on that. That was the worst part of the sixth season because when you come back into it, as I did, I didn't actually re-watch the first half of the sixth season. Mm-hmm. It feels more rushed than I think it should because I think all of the character beats and everything happened intelligently. And I do think it generally happened at a good pace. Like this is me trying to really hard to think about like, yeah, how did they screw this up? And it was just simply from the release aspect of it. Cause the episodes and the control made sense. I would say that they probably could have afforded maybe I kind of almost wish the finale was maybe 
two up. I I do think that like the last episode, obviously ahead of the more like mysterious, is he dead or is he not episode? Yeah. Um, could have probably used room to breathe for two episodes. So you probably could have seen more characters. I know that like there's a distinct intention about that last episode that like this is just the main characters, just the interactions, just the takeaway. But I do think it wasn't even funny until you even wrote it that I was like, he like he went to jail and now he's out of it. Like it just it seemed very fast and I would have appreciated there was a little bit more build up. Yeah, to so those he's extents. not out of it. He gets right, a special exactly. he goes out. dispensation to leave to go to Princess Carolyn's wedding. Princess wedding. Carolyn and Judah's wedding. wedding. I actually disagree with you, Adam. I I thought the finale was absolutely perfect. Um, and it was one of the few times that a show has actually moved me to tears. Yeah, and I'm glad I watched it by myself. Anything has was, moved you to tears. Uh, <laughs> seriously, like you know, like I don't cry at funerals. Um, but uh, I remember but you shouldn't laugh. I mean, that's the thing we meant to talk to you about, by the way. You have one of those like little clacky clappers. <laughs> yeah. like, a little t- no, I've got like a. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Uh, but um, uh, I remember watching it. I was on a work trip and I was in my hotel room before I was going to meet my coworkers for dinner and just watching that last episode. And there's a line when it's Bojack and Diane talking on the roof uh, at the house where uh, Princess Carolyn's getting married. Right. And, you know, Bojack goes, wouldn't it be funny if this is the last time we ever spoke to each other? And Diane just gives this, like, look. And then, you know, it just made me think, this is the last time we're going to see them speak to each other. And it was, like, very meta in that moment. And it just was like... These are characters I have. I've I started watching when the second season came out. I, I didn't watch it when the first season did, but that's five years yeah. um, of me growing to love these characters. It becoming one of my favorite shows, definitely my favorite show on Netflix. And I just was like, I just started like bawling, and mm-hmm. like it was really really tough to watch. And uh, them focusing just on the main characters made it that much more poignant. I didn't need to see some of the ancillary characters. What was Vanessa Gecko doing at yeah, uh, yeah. the wedding of Princess yeah, Carolyn? Exactly. But like they showed us like little glimpse. Like they showed Gina, who was Bojack's co-star on Filbert. They had her in the um in, in the in the yeah. penultimate episode, or maybe even a couple of yeah, episodes before she was that. Fighting was she... with Courtney Portnoy. No, 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 no. She's actually in the movie. Uh, yeah, billboard I mean, right oh yes is in the movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. She, the superhero movie that uh um uh what's the name of the lesbian director who directed oh, who's supposed to direct uh, uh, Jens kelsey kelsey jenkins kelsey like jennings yeah. kelsey I don't jennings I don't remember like yeah who directed uh, secretariat uh and so like all these like little moments I it's like it just that. gives me yeah i don't need to see what they're doing it gives me enough closure but like these five characters bojack princess carolyn todd Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane yeah. are the ones that like who who made the show for me. So spinning that just real quick because I, I I like I do agree with you. I do think that is, is this going to be your best or my? Well, I'll turn into my okay. best. I um I do agree. Yeah, I don't like maybe I'm just like the oh that's what it was the word like I I agree so much with how they handle all of it. I will say that like the ending makes it very difficult. To magically just go back and show your friends like the funnier because like the show had always been like ups and downs in terms of comedy with true sadness, yeah. which is like a lot of what Rick and Morty does and a lot of like animated shows, but also comedies are also doing. They're not dramedies, but they're very much comedic with a very strong truth of life. And the whole second half of the season is very much very funny in certain aspects, but it really does really close up the season. So it's show. So it makes it very difficult to be like, well, let me just go pop back and watch the whole thing. 
because it's it's just not as easily pickable. What I do in terms of best and why the ending overall works, like I'm obviously literally just trying to pick at anything to be like, what didn't work about it? Why is it the worst? It is just such an incredible, I think I you just said like it's hard to get people to ex- like explain to people how to really get into it or what it really means and what it's about and where right. it will go. I always use this as the litmus test, A, if you'll like the show, but B, if I'll be your friend, is if you can process in the first season the end of when Diane goes back to Boston with Bojack, if you get through that episode and you're still not connected to it, you're a terrible person. I never want to speak to you. But also like <laughs> that's, I'm calling the police right now. Right. That's what sets the show. And I've told that to many people when they haven't seen it, they do watch it. And then they're always like, I love it because that episode perfectly encapsulates the hilarious elements of like the weird quirky jokes. They obviously play on Boston behavior, the thing of like family, uh, the fucking like dad gets turned into Chud at the same time. What, chum, chum, Chud, good old Chud. chud. Yeah. <laughs> what lands the episode is when they go to the, like, I guess it's the dump, isn't it? Where like, the, yeah. Yeah. That hillside. Yeah. They go to the hillside, dump. they go to the dump and then Bojack reads the car. I'm like, this is like yeah. it just it contains everything that what's the show is about and then after that episode it never lets you it's always consistently maintain that tone of making you laugh and like it sounds ridiculous because i'm like it's a, such a shitty like cliche quote it makes you laugh it makes you cry but like you laugh for the right reasons because it's so fucking witty and so intelligently written and i found out that Raphael wax bob waxberg B- bob waxberg he's only like 34 yeah I like finally looked that up for some reason. That person with that name, I was like, he must be like fifty. Yeah, and I just like never really like. They say don't look up your idols, and I shouldn't look up my idols because then I'm like, wait, I'm doing what with my life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But just that, like, such an intelligently designed from fr- from beginning to end. No real fat on the show, like so good. I think. I'm uh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, uh, I was gonna say uh, my best um, is it is an it is an indictment of shows that have antiheroes. And you know, oh, this is also my best. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, I wasn't going to say anything, but if we did come back around to me, that was also my best. <laughs> was um, you know, you had shows like um, Sopranos, Mad Men, um, Breaking Bad, even The Shield, and all of them. The Shield is a little bit different, but the, all of them had um, you know, something either like the the main character died or right. ended up finding a different way to like you know process what he was feeling. Um, they actually held Bojack accountable in a yep. real way, and like they didn't pull any punches. There was I was rewatching um, the second half of the season just today, actually. And there's it's when he's in the his uh, like his office uh, at at is it Wesleyan that he's teaching yes. at? Yes. Um, at uh, and like they're all he, trying to brainstorm all the terrible things he's I done. Right, and he's and he's like they can't pin that on me i'm a new person now it's like i've reset it's like it's like a video game and it's like like i'm a totally new person and it's it like it reminded me of when uh bojack and todd i think at the beginning of season four had their like schism and todd goes you know you can't just keep doing shitty things and then apologize for it stop doing shitty things well, and that goes back to the original thing of like deep down, like it was the first season, I think, where it's like deep down, I'm a good person, Diane, right? And yeah. she's like, no, there is no deep. Like, like that's one of right. the best themes to take away from the show is that there is no deep down. You can't just like do th- like it's what you do, not who like who you think you are, or who people think you are. The degree right. to which the last two seasons have focused on BoJack's victims, I really appreciated. And I thought you were going to mention 
this fact that he still wanted to have just like one more good night before getting out and apologizing to everyone. And they have Bojack walk out to the theater yes. troupe and give this whole speech. All the while, it's framed by Princess Carolyn and Diane kind of suffering, recognizing, number one, in part because he's a celebrity, he can take a break. Number two, because he's a male, there's still like this kind of possibility that somehow he gets away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number three, that like they, he is still pushing off the pain he needs to suffer in order to try and not necessarily make things right, but acknowledge what he's done. That's so that episode, and I, I'm having a rough time fully seeing all the episodes from the first part half of, of the half of the sixties in my head. That was the episode in the second half. So like, I know like the wedding episode probably like really got you, but I'm like that episode got me so hard because I was just like, like Dick, no, like Dick, but just like, I was just like, this is so emotionally perfect Yeah, because you watch his friends trying to evolve him. He wants to evolve, but he can't because of his old, like it's, and that uh, that's that quote of like, I'm a new person now was so perfect. And like the way they juxtapose that with his cast night where he did a fantastic job with the students. Like, People are complicated, but also people are not, like inherently bad when they don't, they can't change. Like, there's just so many good themes in that particular episode, and the way that they did it, I'm like, this is the peak, kind of like a peak of right. what's going on with the show and what they've always been trying to get across. Another part of it also is, um, it completely un- unravels when he's being. It's the second night of the interview with uh, the yes. the puff piece yes. uh, journalist, and what was interesting is she is the same journalist that interviewed him and Gina. After yes. uh, he strangles her when he's on, he's like goofed uh, on goofballs, like he's completely fucked up. He yeah. doesn't realize what he's doing, but he still needs to be held accountable for his actions. And it's like you see the evolution of that character of like she's just there to provide like this like very soft PR for for these famous people, and then she fucking comes That's for him. That. It is so brutal and, and it's so necessary. The thing that I think made that very interesting was. <clears throat> She's asking him all these questions that as he's answering the questions, you're like in your head, you kind of get a triggered response of, well, no, that's not the right context. That's not exactly the way it happened. You're kind of framing the narrative inappropriately. And knowing that fact and also the fact that he's done so much damage in people's lives causes you to think about like, how do I respond to the series of my actions together? I'm not just the immediate self. I am also every person I've ever been. She's the way she says it. It's like, so to reiterate, uh, you gave, (laughs) uh, Sarah Lynn her first drink when she was 10 years old. Uh, you then had sex with her when she got older and, uh, gave her, gave her more alcohol. And then you gave her heroin, which caused her overdose. And you didn't you didn't do enough to help her, and she could have survived. Yes. And when she puts it out in those stark terms, it's like, what a fucking monster. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, well, can I uh, shift uh, the topic to? Um, so, because you took my best, I want to say the this season was still groundbreaking as far as form goes in television. Yeah. Uh, from the Carolyn episode where yes. she's trying to raise her daughter. Love and there's all these different versions of her constantly worrying, thinking about, and there's this anxious, anxiety-inducing, uh, auditory kind of no. non-music that goes on in the background mm-hmm. to the um, the <laughs> penultimate episode 
the way from the uh, the view from halfway down. Mm-hmm. Um, this show has just oh, and also Diane's um, kind of typewriting episode, yeah, yes. which kind of paralleled uh, uh, you piece of shit. Yeah, it did. Yes, the, where Bojack is going through this kind of chaotic self hating process, she is going through a literary self hating process. Yeah, what did you guys uh, think about this stuff? Was there anything else you noticed that you really loved? Um, that one also, and I think it's from the first half of this. It's definitely from the first half of the season. It's when um, uh, uh, Pickles and and Pe- Mr. Peanut Butter like are uh, going to break up, but they don't. It's when he tells her yes. he cheated on her with Diane, yes. and it's the way that they do like they mix in the social media uh, that that yeah. uh, uh, Pickles does. Plus the the party where all the guests have to hide to make sure that they're not this seen. Weird hiding caper. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I think that was really really well done it was my favorite episode of the first half of the this season i yeah. think i think the care princess carolyn episode stuck out to me as did the diane one and it's like what was interesting especially as the seasons went on they obviously for whatever multiple reasons both story and i think just kind of how do we get deeper on some of these characters besides bojack there were a lot of like everyone has their own journey and I think I think it was probably fourth season where that started or like really got heavy. Mm. And it frustrated me originally because like as a viewer, I the interactions and the A and B plot lines between multiple characters was I think what originally really showed me on the show in terms of the comedy and even some of the emotion. But when you get right down to it, each one of these characters had their own very specific arcs. And I love the fact that by the sixth season in particular, like this is where it really paid off because not only were obviously each character's storyline very specific to them as a person, it was also um, thoughtfully executed in an artistic way that only Bojack used to really get, right? So it's like we had his um, sort of like you're an asshole episode. Mm-hmm. We had his, you're, you know, like your wet episode. We had his funeral episode. You didn't really get these like interesting takes on how to construct a like 25, 30 minute show for any of the other characters then we started getting them here and they were wonderful they were perfect I don't know if I agree with that because remember in season four you had the Princess Carolyn episode about her her great granddaughter yeah love that that's such a good one that is a really good yeah that's fair and then you had the um, the the Halloween party episode in season five Um, Mr. Peanut Butter Boo so what I meant but what I mean is like it started like it expanded enough that then everybody got it like and that's when I got really sold on it because it was like it was frustrating. I think in the fourth season, a lot of it played out like it was basically Arrested Development, where it's like we couldn't bother to get these actors in the same room, so we'll just give them their own episode. Uh, Whereas, like, I it finally started clicking because the characters' storylines became that as important as BoJack's, as opposed to being the fun B plot line from the from the season. Season four. It's funny that you mentioned that because season four is almost like um, it's BoJack's zenith because it's right when it's before he does Filbert. And it's uh, after he's, you know... Celebrated uh, for Secretariat. Oh, yeah, and Secretariat, and he doesn't get the Oscar. And yeah. then, like, he tries to build a relationship with Hollyhock. Right. And he helps her. And, like, it is the most uh, uplifting ending when, sure. when Hollyhock goes, I don't need another dad, but I do need a big brother. And it just ends on that. And it's just like, oh, wow, this could be, like, really, really wonderful. Well, what's really... I think the ending of that episode two is that he realizes that his mother and father are inherently like bad people depressed hated their lives right and that can't that doesn't have to necessarily affect him so you always like as a viewer want the best for bojack i think honestly up until 
this season where finally you're like, and nothing encapsulates it better than watching. It's like watching someone crash and burn. If you just give them like, uh, I don't know the match. That's just a shitty, I I just made that up. It doesn't make any sense. But what I mean is like the, uh, I was thinking about this as you're talking about the final episode, the one thing that stands out where you're just like, I think again, what makes it harder to go back to watch the season is like when princess Carolyn is like, lay low, do all these things. And maybe we can like, maybe we'll put some calls out or do something. And then his brain immediately goes back to how do I get back to the exact top that I had in the eighties. And it's a stunning display of both like the character development that's gone between all of them. Cause princess Carolyn, I think in a season three and all of us, even as viewers would jokingly be like, Oh, this is hilarious where you watch her like be like, no, Horrified. please stop. Do yeah. not do this. The interesting thing was that right after that, he pulls it back a little bit. You start to see his language become much more qualified. Yeah. He's like, he recognizes in someone else in real time. Am I scaring them? Yeah. Am I threat? Is this like, is this a good thing actually? Cause he's never had a grow. Like he, Oh, he continues to use his, like 80 successful persona and it's like if people could just see me i'll be back on top and like i mean it's a really great commentary on fame not that i have any but it's like it's like a drug like if you if you got up to like if one of us tomorrow was like you're gonna be the new marvel superhero we're gonna grab you in and then like after that movie's over they're like hey we're actually not making a sequel we don't really want you in the avengers like what the fuck do you do then? Like, of course that person is like... I create the Defenders. <laughs> All right. I bring in the Hulk and Doctor Strange. No, um, if hey. I was an extra in a Marvel movie, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, you could recognize my face. I'd be like, that's great. Yeah, that's your the high point Nailed of your life. Nailed um, It did actually remind me of the end of Mad Men when you had Don Draper like go through his breakdown and then he goes to like the... Yes. Uh, whatever it's called in in the 60s that's and 70s spa uh, kind of it, it has a name uh, and I can't remember it and he, and then he ends up like having this moment of zen and then it cuts right to the coca-cola commercial of like uh, I would love to I'd like to give a uh, the world a coke and it's like all he did was create another fucking, fucking ad. ad and it's like it's a great ending but it's so cynical yeah. where like I think Bojack is almost reacting to it it's like you don't necessarily get like another another like life you don't get to win again yeah you don't get to win again and it was it was princess carolyn as the to your point as the audience stand in to say this isn't good you you shouldn't be thinking this way right the um so we've uh talked a lot about this season and a little bit about the rest of it so pulling back we could go through like a best episode rundown and get a quick reaction or um i want to know what do you think the biggest impact this show has had on you? Um, so I, I could list like specific character moments or yeah, talk about that. I think, well, certainly princess Carolyn's uh, episode has taught me never to have a child. <laughs> um, but, because on, but a porcupine be- child. Well, and, and a, oh, it, oh, I thought you were talking yeah, about the fictional child. one because it would be a piece of shit kid and, <laughs> At school. <laughs> now, a Ruthie. Yeah. Ruthie! <laughs> Why are you including this story? I don't know. It acted as filler. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... I'm just fleshing that, out the world. That episode is perfect. <laughs> I, I, I am really sad it kind of blanked on me. Um, I think it has really helped me hone in and really resonate with... It sounds weird, but like resonate with humanity that the fact that this show can exist be like so critically and like I assume commercially revered. Um, and like I had, I went to a, I went out to drinks with a, like a friend uh, two weeks ago that I was a coworker of mine. 
I'm like, would never expected that she would have actually enjoyed the show. And she's like, oh no, I watched, I like, I only watched like the first two seasons, but she's like, no, I really love it. I want to catch up. And I think it's like, it is a show that really helps if you can get, obviously people passed a lot of like, it's an animated, it's got anthropomorphic animal. Like it really makes such thoughtful reflections on so many things. And in a very, um, digestible format, right? It's not like you have to watch this weird artistic movie that you're like, did I understand what I was supposed to take away? Like the themes are very apparent in the show. Right. And they, and they, it's almost like, um, it's weird. I feel like I'm weird saying this now, but I just thought about it. It's like, you know, when you watch like as a kid, you watch edutainment. Like this is like emotional edutainment with, yeah, for, for adults. Um, I, I completely agree with what you said, and uh, going back to what you uh, what we were talking about with when um, Todd and Diane both tell Bojack in their own way, it's like um, all the actions you take are who you are. There's no deep, deep down. Um, the other reason I also love it, and it's going back to like why this was this most recent season was the best, and why the show is the best, is it is a show about an antihero. But because it's animated, because it's anthropomorphic, because it's got a unique animation style, it's really hard to mistake like Bojack stands. Yeah. Unlike people who watch Breaking Bad, brilliant show, one of my favorites of all time, there are people who like love Heisenberg. Yeah. They love Walter White. There are people who love Tony Soprano. There are people who love Don Draper. And you're not going to find like somebody go, you know, saying, "Oh, Bojack is great and Diane's a fucking bitch yeah. or Princess Caroline's a fucking bitch." You probably it's, will with their asshole. <laughs> I don't think you will for this show because I think to get not into this show, end. I think to get into this show like there you because you've gotten past the barriers of the first few episodes yeah. and you've gotten past the barriers of it being animated and it's anthropomorphic, it's like you are bought in and you're not bought into Bojack's toxic behavior no matter how uh, charismatic and compelling the character is, or no matter how good the voice acting is from Will Arnett, mm-hmm. it's really hard to 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 do that. So I appreciate, even unlike even unlike uh, Rick and Morty, which we mentioned, right. you have people who are huge Rick fans because Rick is very so entertaining smart, yeah. and he's smart and he's always you know in control of situations. But like he's a toxic individual himself. That's a really good point. That there's a major difference between Bojack and Rick, where Bojack is constantly failing almost, even when he tries to do like whatever he thinks as well. Whereas Rick always manages to control the situation and succeed by the end of the episode. I, I think it's interesting. The <clears throat> that's one way of of looking at it, whether they succeed or fail. Because I think that Bojack could even fail, yeah. and would still work as a or succeed and would still work as a character. Yeah. Because I think that a huge transparent part of who he is is his self-hate. Yeah. He also truly deep down sees why no he's detail. terrible. Yeah. But so does Rick though, I think. I think where you true. where you see it in Rick, it's more like blanket nihilism yeah. and the closest we get was the episode with Unity yeah. where he almost commits suicide. Yeah. Um I think for me one great thing a lot of people love about it is that it puts words to certain emotions that a lot of people had never really spoken about before thought about before yeah. in different toxic relationships they had well and I, I agree with what a lot of you guys said i think the thing that i truly truly love about this is how well it works um how finely it can uh, uh sew the thread between drama and comedy yeah. and it does such an amazing job of it shows me how 
how artistically amazing you can push something to. So like I think of the episode Free Churro where mm-hmm. Bojack mm-hmm. is delivering it. The whole episode is basically is him delivering a eulogy for his mother. And the whole story centers around her last words to him, which were I see you. Mm-hmm. And he goes through all the different kind of emotional ways he understood it. And then at the very end realizes all she was saying was, I see you as an intensive care unit Mm -hmm. behind his head. I think that there's something (laughs) so deeply funny and sad about that at the same time that to me, I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely in awe. I mean, I I feel wonder at like, this is what storytelling can be. The coda or the Mm -hmm. little bit before the opening credits of that episode is also really tough to watch because it's, it's, it's a flashback to when Bojack was a kid Mm. And his father has to pick him up from like soccer practice. Yeah, he's been left there. He's been left there, and like his father is just going his. He's doing his own monologue about like how, you know, his, you know, mother like left him there, and like today's his day to write. It's like how can I write? Like this day is done now. And then he comes to realization. It's like, well, your mom actually did a really good thing because she taught you that you can't count on anybody. And then, and then, like Bojack just kind of looks away, and then his dad just like gets really angry, and he goes, "Thank you." <laughs> and I'm like, "What a fucking dick!" Well, and I, I actually never, until you were both talking about this, I never really, kind of, as part of the, there's no deep down, but as part of like what trauma does to you as you grow up, is that like the, I know we're kind of running out of time, but like the young Bojack is never presented at, as anything other than bright-eyed, excited, such a, like, how could you mold this person to be a good person? And because he spent his entire life being molded by these awful people who also experienced, like, thankfully, we also got the flashback trauma for the mother. Right. Like, I, it really, like, never stood out to me as an overall theme, but it is, like, your trauma comes with reckoning yeah. effects, essentially. Yeah. And it's, like, it's really sad because that's what, like, at the end of the series, we're all, like, Bojack obviously is, like, more of a villain than a hero, even though it's presented in a more comedic fashion. But it is, like, one of those, like, uh, what is that called? Like, a con- not conflicted villain. Maybe it is, but, like... Reluctant villain. Reluctant Like, there, it's... It's just it's a really sad story because right. he probably could prevent it if he really tried, but to start that low on the totem pole because of how you were raised is actually really depressing. Yeah. So in the last minute we have here, um, <clears throat> we all love this show. I mean, we would give it a a plus. Mm-hmm. I think it's S. one of the greatest S- shows. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of the greatest shows ever made. I think it's my favorite TV show, honestly. My question for you is. Um, what do you think is the your favorite character? And I'll start with uh, the recent addition, Paige Sinclair, oh. the the to be wed bride journalist uh, who talks in just the most nineteen twenties transatlantic way, and we find out in the second half of the season that she's from like Fresno. Fresno. <laughs> like, her sister is like, "Why do you talk that way? We're from Fresno." Oh my god! It's really funny. Um. My favorite main character is Princess Carolyn, and it's. I also think she's kind of my alter ego. Uh, if I had to name, if I had to put a character on my personality, but my favorite, like, sort of like recurring character is uh, character actress Margot Martindale. Oh yes, oh, uh, because excellent. like what's going on? My favorite lines when she goes, "It's called acting, Bojack. You should try, try it sometime." sometime. <laughs> I was like, 
How did She's you a win badass. an award while escaping the police? It's called disappearing into a roll, Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely lean on the Princess Carolyn uh, and even Diane Train. I do, I think what was so, where I think I really um, appreciated Diane's character the most was actually her uh, last, con- her dialogue, her last conversation with Bojack mm-hmm. because- all this time, like I was like, I don't know, five, six years ago watching the show, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so I felt very Diane, right? Like you think you have greatness. You think you have like this, like creative spirit. You're not really getting exactly what you want. So you're doing all, you're settling for all these things. And then, um, when she got to meeting with Bojack, then she's like, and watching her even in the season, like build up in Chicago and the fact that she gets to go to Bojack and be like, you know what? Like. That was just like a time, like LA was just a time in my life. And I thought that was also very interesting yeah, as a that. friend discussion point. Because the same as the tar pits conversation that he had with um, the deer woman. Yeah. About oh, how LA is just sucks it, you in and you got to get out. Exactly. Yeah. Out, you to realize breathe and see what's like, going on. So and I, Penny, was that her name? Yes, yeah. Penny. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I thought that was really, like, that was so interesting. Whereas I do feel, I but then even thinking about that, I feel like I'm the Princess Carolyn. Like, I will live in the craziness that I think it's what I want. Versus, like, how do I just go? I don't know. Like, obviously, not Diane did, but like, how do I go live in the Ozarks and just like get all of this out of my brain? Like, you know, like, how do I just own a farm and just kind of relax? Yeah. I don't think my brain could really deal with that. How about you? Oh, uh, I mean, a page main Claire, character. Uh, main character, I'd probably say I'm, I've am i become a Mr. Mr. Peanut, Peanut Butter stan. Really? Mostly because I think as a character, I really didn't like him. Yeah. And I think over the course of episodes, we've seen him just trying to be a good friend mm-hmm. and you know he's he's a person who normally would be off-putting just because they're so positive but you learn that he has like he has dark emotions too and he mm-hmm. has fears and wants and i think that sad dog the way the show is yeah sad dog mm-hmm. uh the way the show has kind of built him out mm-hmm. i think makes it feel like a more full character when they could have let him be more like todd who i think is actually a little bit annoyingly one note yeah but there's I mean, a, I mean as a person i'd probably pick princess carolyn uh there's a great moment in the last season for uh mr peanut butter when he's just really depressed and he's like i went to my doctor and the doctor said hey you know when i get depressed i look at this meme of sad dog and he goes but doctor i am sad dog oh. it's the old joke of paliachi uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 the, 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 the joker oh, yes. the, the clown but he that's tells in Watchmen. That, he, he tells that to Princess Carolyn. Yeah. He says, I went to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. What is your, uh, I know I have to really wrap up, but like, what is your favorite one bit line that you can remember? My favorite is like, so you tell me that I keep getting older and they stay the same age? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, from, oh the, yeah. from, from the, the Halloween yeah. episode. Uh, mine is probably, it's super dumb. It's the only thing I think over. It's, it's, uh, Anna Spanakopita and she goes, there's A.O. Scott. Hey, oh, Scott. <laughs> I laugh every time. I, I think about that all the time, yeah. especially when I see his name. Yeah. I think, uh, the one I probably quote the most is when in Escape from L.A., when Bojack, or it might be the episode after, where his boat has somehow crashed into the back of his, uh, his, uh, building. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> where there's no, way to drive around that way yeah. and he's hanging off the side of the boat and princess carolyn shows up and she says 
Bojack, are you drunk? And he goes, only on adventure. <laughs> and vodka. And, and gin. And, and vodka. <laughs> All um, right. Well, we have been Home Superior. This has been a secret records of Bojack, mostly about the last season, but about the show itself. As you can tell, we are huge, huge fans. So if you have favorite memes or quotes you want to tweet at us, yeah. we love them. So uh, share the Bojack nation <laughs> Jack nation the horseman nation yeah, the horseman. commands you to share memes yeah. uh this has uh been home spear uh find us on spotify soundcloud itunes, iTunes etc yeah otherwise bye guys bye, bye.